Metro News Hotline. All right, let's get uh, Kristen Bird in here to talk about uh, not just that, but uh, things that are going on in the world of entertainment. Kristen, how are you doing today? Uh, we're washing away here in L.A., i got to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you, so uh, how long has it been raining? Uh, it's been raining since Saturday in the late afternoon, and it has not stopped. And I know everyone's making fun of California, but we're just not equipped to handle this amount of rain in this short amount of time. Yeah, no, sports-wise, I mean, they moved the Bush Clash ba- uh, up a day instead of Sunday. It was supposed to be last night. They did that on, on Saturday, and then the uh, PGA event got washed out yesterday's final round at Torrey Pines, and they're like, we're just wrapping this thing up. They didn't even want to wait because I think it's going to rain until when? Like early Wednesday? That's correct. Right. And let me tell you, everything is flooded. The roads are really scary right now. So hopefully everyone's staying home. Hey, let's talk a little bit about the Grammys last night. First, your general comments. What did you think of the show? I thought it was a great show. Honestly, the highlight to me of the night was Tracy Chapman playing Fast Car with Luke Combs. Uh, It was so great to see her, the roar of the crowd when they realized that she was duetting with him, I I think really signals to maybe a a, a great comeback for Tracy Chapman. I mean, she's at the top of the charts today, and um, I'll tell you, the Grammys... 34% 34% rise in ratings. That is a good sign. Yeah. You know what? Uh, my timeline was filled with people saying, okay, I've watched this show for a couple of hours. When is Billy Joel going to come out? And, uh, you know, there were people that were really interested in seeing him, and, and he ended the show as well. Yeah, he did two numbers last night. Obviously, his first song in 17 years, which was incredible, and then uh, ended it with one of his classics. And, of course, we can't forget Celine Dion making an appearance. You know, she's been out of the public eye after uh, being diagnosed with stiff person syndrome. So I think that was a great triumph for her to be there as well. What about Joni Mitchell? I mean, she'd never performed on the Grammys uh, ever until last night. 80 years old, and she, I mean, I, I just think um, it was such not only just a sweet performance, but the fact that she was um, there singing both sides now. You know, she recorded it when she was 25, one side of her life, and now at 80 years old and singing it in front of a live audience at another point in her life. I thought it was beautiful. Hey, what would you think about you 2 uh, they were at the Sphere in Las Vegas. They, they showed a clip of them performing, and then the, the award they gave, that was live, right? That was live. I felt like it was a big ad for the sphere. That's yeah. not going to lie about that. Um, but I think we're going to start seeing uh, more concerts like the sphere. Like we'll probably see more type of buildings and unique interactive experiences like this in other cities. So get used to it. For me, I think I'd like to be there in person, but seeing it um, on TV was a little bit too chaotic for me, to be honest. Hey, what did you think when Taylor Swift arrived? Um, uh, during the monologue to begin the show. Was that planned? That was not. It's so crazy, uh, the timing of that, because he was doing all of these Taylor Swift jokes, and she just happened to waltz in right at that time. So the timing was just coincidental. A lot of the artists and presenters arrived very late because of the traffic and the weather yesterday. And Miley Cyrus uh, got a Grammy. I, I couldn't believe this. This is the first Grammy she's ever won? Yeah, her first two Grammys were last night. I I actually had to look that up. I'm like, wait, there's no way. I thought for Wrecking Ball she would have won something. Um, But I was really glad to see that this was her first 
Grammy win and how excited she was. And Flowers is a fantastic song, so she more than deserves it. All right, tell me, what's going on with the Killer Mike situation? I mean, I saw him on HBO on Friday night with Bill Maher talking about how excited he was. He couldn't wait to get to the show. And then at some point, either before the show or during the show, he was in he was in handcuffs, right? He was in handcuffs during the show. This is after he had already won three Grammys at the pre-show. I don't know if people realize the Grammy started about noon <laughs> and then they go to 8 p.m. There are so many different categories. So it's a very long day. Um, but they're still not saying what exactly happened. The only thing that we know is that he was involved in some type of altercation. It's a, it was a physical altercation. Um, the police said that the individual, they didn't even name that it was Killer Mike although we know it was Killer Mike, he was being questioned by the police, and the investigation is ongoing. Wow, that is a crazy, crazy story. All right, uh, box office this weekend. You know, good and bad news for Apple, right? I mean, they had the, 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 the box office winner for the weekend, but there was really not a lot of box office there to get. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that they want to be bragging at all that they won the week at the box office because they only had $18 million in the North America alone for Argyle because the budget on this is $200 million. And globally, we're looking at $35 million. This movie did not do well at all. And it's really kind of a reckoning, I think, for Apple. Do they want to continue to do these big bloated budgets? Because even though you know, they've had great success with Killers of the Flower Moon when it comes to the Oscar nominations and things like that. It's only garnered $156 million globally, still hasn't made its budget back. And Ridley Scott's Napoleon, which came out last year, um, that has slightly eclipsed its $200 million price tag at about $219 million globally. But remember, marketing costs add hundreds of millions of dollars on top of that. So they have to start deciding, like, is this worth it? Although, obviously, we know that Apple has very deep pockets. All right, let's talk a little bit about Yellowstone. I mean, there have been so many stories about Kevin Costner. Will he? Won't he? The second part of season five is coming later this year. What do you know about some of the other stars who want to get paid? Yeah, so we know that Costner is 100% out, and uh, three of the stars of Yellowstone are now negotiating their contracts, and it gets a little sticky here. So it's Cole Hauser, Kelly Riley, and Luke Grimes. They are have been in a months-long back and forth, and this is according to the Puck uh, news site, that they are arguing over whether they are going to do the spinoff. Because there's there's a clause in their contract. They're supposed to get paid in full for a season six for Yellowstone, whether it happens or not. So we know it's not happening. They're supposed to get their full salary for that. And then they want their characters to be spun off into uh, the next chapter of Yellowstone. And what they're saying is we want somewhere around one million dollars and we want our season six full salary. And the studio, of course, is saying you can have one or you can have the other. And it sounds like they are willing to walk away from that spinoff if they're not going to get both. Now, I'm seeing this story where Kelly Riley wants like one and a half million dollars per episode. She originally asked for a million and a half. Uh, reportedly, negotiations have come down to 1.2 million. Cole Hauser is requesting one and a quarter million. So they're asking for some pretty big salaries. And I'll let me remind you that is per episode. All right. Let's uh, finally, let's wrap this up. Super Bowl is on Sunday. Music wise, what are we looking at here? Yeah. By the let, let's get the big story up front. There's no chance that Tyler, that Taylor Swift is going to perform in this show. 
correct? 100%. She is not performing whatsoever. She is going to be exhausted from traveling through different time zones and crossing the international dateline to watch her boyfriend play. All right. So we've got some other stuff. Let's talk about before the game. National Anthem. National Anthem. You've got Reba McIntyre, which I think is going to be amazing. And let's see. Uh, Daniel America. Durant is going to do something here before the game. Daniel um, Durant is going to be the uh, American Sign Language interpreter this year. Gotcha, gotcha. And a lot of you probably know him from CODA. He was also a contestant on Dancing with the Stars. Um, Post Malone will be doing America the Beautiful. Uh, Andra Day will be doing Lift Every Voice and Sing, um, which has been called the Black National Anthem. It first started at the NFL Super Bowl games with Alicia Keys in 2021. And for the very first year, they're going to have an in-game DJ. Tiesto is going to actually do that. So I'm kind of excited to see what that means for everyone in the stadium. And there's going to be something before the game with Gwen Stefani, right? Isn't she going to do something? She's going to do something for TikTok? They always do like a night before performance, okay. and Gwen Stefani will be doing that. Uh, all right. Uh, does Will there be special guests with Usher? I am going to assume at least one special guest is going to turn up. Those haven't leaked yet, so I'm really curious because they're keeping a tight lid on it. We're already at Monday. It's less than a week away. All right. Got to leave it there. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on the show to talk about entertainment. Do your best to stay dry, right? Staying inside. It's way too messy out there. <laughs> Kristen Burt's got the Hollywood dirt. Metro News Hotline.